0: Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're delighted to welcome... Once more, back to the podcast, Sapan Guy, who is the Chief Commercial Officer of Sovereign Metals. Uh, Sapan, thank you very much for being on the podcast this morning.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Jonathan. Pleasure to be here.
0: We, I mean, we spoke earlier on in the year, at Sapan, and there's been significant announcements from Sovereign Metals. There's, there's been uh, big changes in in the resource that we're going we're to detail, um, and there's going to be things that we're going to be looking forward to for the rest of 2022 that we're going to discuss later on in the podcast. But before we get into that, Sapan, not everybody listening to this podcast will be familiar with sovereign metals. For for those that aren't, would you be able to give us a a bit of a breakdown of, of Sovereign and, and where you're operating, please?
1: Sure, sure, Jonathan. That's a good place to start. Look, uh, sovereign metals, as far as our, our kind of vision, our mission is is concerned, we're focused on becoming a future supplier of sustainably, sustainably produced critical raw materials for economies looking to tackle global climate change. Um, well, what that means is the critical raw materials which Sovereign is focused on um, developing and producing in the future are rutile and graphite. Uh, rutile, a bit of a uh, esoteric, uh, exotic mineral, um, which not many people are, uh, are are completely au fait with but uh, it's essentially the purest natural form of titanium dioxide uh, which is used in titanium metal production uh, pigment production and 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 a number of other industrial and consumer applications um, and then um, uh, and we're focused also on uh, producing graphite um which at uh, our main project, Casia, is a byproduct product uh, of of the rutile production. And graphite uh, is a key component of lithium-ion batteries. So we intend to meet this vision through the exploration and development of our Casia rutile graphite project, which is located in Malawi, um, which is a small landlocked country in southeastern Africa. Uh, We've been in Malawi for the last decade. Uh, the first seven or eight years of which were spent exploring for graphite, um, including taking one project to, uh, to pre-feasibility stage before we literally tripped over the, 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 the Casilla discovery, um, and which now you know has become the largest rutile deposit ever discovered and one of the largest flake graphite resources on the planet.
0: Fantastic. So thank you very much for that outline there, Sapan. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there's been a number of significant developments since we last spoke together on the podcast. Um, They cover the resources as as well as there's been some uh, pretty positive studies um, from the environmental uh, side of things at uh, Casir. Would you be able to give us a breakdown of, of what's been happening there? Uh, at uh, Sovereign Metals, please.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, uh, 2022 has been a real quantum leap for us um, and continues to be so uh, hopefully for the rest of the year. Um, we we were originally listed on the ASX in Australia under the ticker SVM. Um, towards the end of 2021, we gained a secondary listing on AIM as SVML um, following increasing investor interest from the UK and, and Europe. Um, and since the AIM listing, uh, we've been very busy throughout, uh, throughout the first half of 2022. Um, in February, we bolstered our team with uh, former Rio Tinto executive Nigel Jones, who, who joined the board. Uh, Nigel brought a huge amount of knowledge, having recently been uh, the managing director of uh, Rio's Simandou Iron Ore Project in Guinea, which is uh, you know, probably one of the largest mining projects in Africa, maybe even the world. Um, and, and due to the sheer scale of Simindu, uh, Nigel dealt with a huge uh, number of ESG issues, uh, including social license, community relations, all the way through to biodiversity, um, flora, fauna studies, uh, and now sovereigns harnessed all of that knowledge and experience by bringing Nigel on board. Um, in March, we signed our first uh, Rutile MOU for the sale of 25,000 tons of, of RUTAR um, to leading premium rutile trader Haskell International, which is based in the States, um, they supply the welding industry. Um, this was a big tick for us, not only because it was validation of our product from a third party, which has been in the rutile business for years, but it confirmed that our rutile can be used in welding applications. That's important to us. Because rutile used for welding tends to trade at a premium to standard benchmark rutile by as much as 25 to 35%. Um, also, in March uh, this year, we announced the results of an independent life cycle assessment of our rutile and graphite products. Um, the assessment was undertaken to assess the potential um, greenhouse gas emissions of producing rutile and graphite at CASIA uh, based on the operating param- parameters of an initial scoping study we had put out. in mid-December in in 2021. Uh, While putting together that scoping study, we were conscious that simply producing critical raw materials to tackle climate change isn't enough. Those materials themselves need to be sustainably produced in the first place. So we incorporated a number of sustainable operating procedures, such as hydro mining, uh, harnessing power from hydro and solar sources, progressive rehabilitation of the land, all into that scoping study. So in March, we got the results of that life cycle assessment, which concluded that on a per tonne basis, um, titanium dioxide pigment produced from cassia's natural rutile could significantly reduce the CO2 emissions of producing uh, synthetic, uh, when compared to producing synthetic alternatives by up to 97%. And on the graphite side, natural graphite produced from cassia could potentially have a 99% lower CO two emissions footprint compared to um, synthetic graphite currently produced uh, in bulk to meet the needs of uh, of graphite demand from the from from the electric vehicles uh, industry. Um, while completing all of this work, we kept our eye on the ball and continued drilling Casia. And in April, we announced uh, probably our largest uh, or our, our, our most um, our most interesting announcement to date, which was uh, an updated mineral resource estimate, which tripled the size of Casia. It was it, it, you know, tripling it was something that you know we we, we thought was never possible, but uh, but but the drilling you know seemed to point in the direction that Casia really is um, really is a. Uh, is one of the largest mining discoveries ever made, and cements its position as a truly world-class disruptive asset. You know, we can we can now comfortably say that we have one point eight billion tons of material at Cassia, uh, and in that material, that that material contains eighteen million tons of rutile and twenty three million tons of graphite. That makes Cassia the world's largest rutile deposit. And one of the largest flake graphite uh, resources ever discovered.
0: So that—that's you know, as, as you said there, that's that's a significant bit of bit of news there, uh, Sapan. And you know, as you said, it's, it's very difficult to to under underest the, underestimate the significance of that news. But I just want to sort of look forward now, maybe Sapan, and you know, start to make some comparisons, you know, with where you are. You know, looking at valuations. Um, because of course we're we're awaiting an updated scoping study, which I think we'll touch on a little bit uh, later in the podcast in in more detail. but looking at the last one and you know looking at other players out there in the Ruto and Ilmenite market, there seems to be a bit of a disparity between your valuation and their valuation. I mean what what do you feel could see uh, sort of remove in line with those other players out there in the market going forwards?
1: Yeah look, look for us as a management team it's about doing the best job on the ground for our shareholders um and other stakeholders uh we aren't the most promotional mining company out there but we are very confident of the potential potential of what we have you know since making the Casia discovery um we've been ticking off boxes one by one de-risking the project from risks which uh, otherwise bring many mining projects to quite an abrupt end so for us you know we we ensured the rutile product we have is of saleable quality, um, with no impurities, which would otherwise deem it defunct. Um, we made sure the infrastructure was in place, uh, viable and had capacity uh, to take our product. Um, Malawi is landlocked, um, but there is a deep water port at uh, at, at, at Nakala, and uh, we ensured that you know, we had uh, ample capacity on what's known as the uh, Nakala Logistics Corridor, which would uh, essentially, link Casia uh, to the deep water port um, in order to access global markets. You know, we built sustainability and ESG into everything we do from from the ground uh, in Malawi all the way to basically our offices in, in in London and Perth. And we continue to concentrate on delivering that shareholder value, uh, even in you know current. Uh, troublesome macro headwinds, shall we say? Um, yeah. But we're, but we're still hitting each of our milestones one by one. I think if we keep doing that and raising awareness of the company, uh, you know, we we will see the value in the share price.
0: Indeed, indeed. So, as you mentioned, the scoping study that that's something that's you know, being updated, I believe, at this at this point in time. Is there any indication of when that may be released at all, Sapan?
1: Yeah, look, the team's working on it. It vigorously, right now we we promised the market that we would get it out uh, around mid 2022. So that from today, that gives us a handful of weeks to deliver. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with that that timeline. Um, that this enhanced scoping study will take into account the massive increase in the in the resource and higher quality understanding of the grade profile throughout our land holding. Um, but look, we're it's very important that that I make the point that we aren't going down the hypothetical route here with with Casia. Casia is absolutely huge, um, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be putting out a study that says, you know, hypothetically, if we were to spend a billion dollars of upfront capex, what could be my MPV? You know, that 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 provides a no real um, value for any any of our shareholders and stakeholders. What what we're doing is very much sticking to what I term a bite-sized capex figure uh, in developing the project, i.e. a, a, a capital outlay, um, which would be eminently financeable by a company of our size. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to to hopefully sharing the results of that scoping study or enhanced scoping study uh, in, in the coming weeks.
0: Fantastic. So... Graphite now, Sapan. You said at the beginning it's it's a, by, a byproduct of rutile, and uh, you know, for, for listeners who want to know a little bit more about titanium rutile, do check out the video section on the UK Investor Magazine website because there's a presentation that Sapan delivered at our mining conference there, which really goes into the details. Um, but you know, during your last study, Sapan graphite was found to be. significant resource there and that's something i just want to talk about now because you know a lot of the focus has been on the titanium rutile as it should be um but would you be able to talk a little bit more about the graphite the resource there and and what the applications would be for the offtake from cassia
1: yeah so the, the graphite sits um coincident with the uh with the rutile in the project so essentially if we are producing rutile we only need a small bit of incremental capex or, um, to, to, to put together a, a graphite concentration plant that sits alongside the rutile uh, plant um, to produce uh, quite, uh, quite high, high um, quality graphite uh, concentrate. Um, so I, w- I wouldn't under- underestimate the graphite byproduct at all. Um, graphite's always had a vast array of uses uh including fire retardants lubrication refractory uses and so on and so forth but it's it's slowly beginning to emerge out of its shell as one of the uh one of the battery minerals uh, where you know a term that we're also familiar with these days um without without turning this into a full chemistry lesson you know a a lithium-ion battery is made up of two components the cathode and the anode so you've got your positive and negative terminals and the the, the cathode is where all the uh, all the sexy stuff lies like lithium, cobalt, nickel that all lives within the cathode, and we're all very aware of what the uh commodity prices of of, of those uh, of those metals has do, uh, has done over the past few years. but many don't realize that the anode in these batteries in 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 many cases is a hundred percent graphite you know a, a lithium ion battery could could potentially be um you know fifty percent graphite when it comes down to mass. In fact, I urge anyone who hasn't done so already um, to watch uh, Elon Musk's, uh, who, who who clearly knows a thing or two about batteries. Um, you know it, it, his 2016 Battery Day uh, fireside chat is on YouTube, where where he says that um, lithium ion is almost a, a misnomer, and and the batteries should be called, you know, verbatim of Elon Musk, and nickel graphite batteries instead. Um so graphite hasn't had its time in the spotlight like lithium or cobalt, but 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 I'm pretty sure it will come. Um yeah, so 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 we're very, very um, you know, uh pleased to have such a uh such 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 a large uh, resource of graphite sitting alongside or concurrent with our with our RUTAL, um at Cassia.
0: Yes, indeed. I mean if you're looking at overall EV manufacturing. You know, the graphite element of the car breakdown, If you break down wire materials, is, is significant. And in some cases, the, bit, you know, the largest um, element. So as you said, there shouldn't be underestimated in terms of the importance for the electric vehicle revolution that we may see going forward uh, in graphite. So, Sapan, please now to, to finish things off. Now, quite broadly, we've obviously discussed uh, you know the significant developments we've seen this year in sovereign. But now, now let's look forward. Um, you know, what do you feel the, the future holds for for sovereign, and what can investors keep an eye out for going forwards?
1: Yeah. So so look again, a couple of weeks' time. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a um, enhanced scoping study out there, um, which will uh, redefine the operating parameters and the economics of. Uh, Of Casia as it stands, Um, we are kicking off uh, a drilling campaign. Uh, Well, we should be kicking that off at some point over the coming uh, coming few months. Um, That will uh, begin to prove up our resource and hopefully start moving some of that into reserve category. With a view that you know we have a pre-feasibility study, so we have more honed in, a, 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 a tighter um, economic and engineering study around the potential of Casia by the end of the year. Um, between now and then, uh, we continue to work on uh, getting a few MOUs signed, both on 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 the rutile side, on the graphite side. You know, hopefully, we'll 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 begin doing some test work and some analysis that really shows uh the viability of the graphite in 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 lithium-ion batteries um so yeah lots lots and lots uh to look forward to uh for the coming weeks months um and the rest of 2022
0: fantastic so sapan thank you much for being on the podcast today thank you
1: very much jonathan thanks for having me
0: so just as a note to, to listeners uh sovereign metals um ticker of svml and do check out the notes to this podcast, there'll be links to the presentations that we touched on uh, that Sapan delivered earlier on this year, which gives a little bit more background to the, to the retail side of things. And if you want to sort of drill down into the, uh, you know, the finer details of, of some of the resource there and the breakdown as well as the infrastructure, that's definitely well worth uh, checking out. So, thank you very much for listening.